Tonight, we're going to pray. Very simple, very straightforward. These are things that we want to make sure that our uh, church is doing. We want to make sure that our church is characterized by devotion to prayer. Some of you might remember I, I preached on that from Colossians chapter 4 recently. I just want to give you a few words of instruction about prayer and then tell you what we're going to do tonight specifically. And uh, just pray that it will be an edifying time for each of you. In our philosophy of ministry that you can fly, find on our website, we have different characteristics that we want our church to be known for. and Not, not necessarily just known in the world, but to be known among us, that we are a certain way, that we're, we're God-glorifying, that we're Christ-centered, that we're Scripture-saturated, that we're discipleship-oriented, that we're outreach-oriented. And, and one of these characteristics is that we are spirit-dependent. And I want to just read that section on our philosophy of ministry. It says, we expect the powerful presence of God in our services and ministries. We believe in his promise that if we draw near to God, he will draw near to us. He draws near, to, he draws near through his spirit who indwells us individually and the church corporately. <clears throat> we depend upon the spirit to convict the world of sin and regenerate hearts. Further, he seals believers for the day of redemption, unites them with Christ, and empowers them for ministry. He is the believer's helper who enlightens eyes, teaches, prays for, leads, imparts gifts to, and produces fruit in Christians while preserving their unity. Therefore, it is incumbent upon everyone to bathe every aspect of our ministries with prayer. And I want you to think about you know, what we should think about prayer. Prayer is a great privilege. You go to the great creator and sovereign God of the universe who can do every, something about everything and will do whatever he wants. And he has ordained that he would include us and let us participate in his great plan. Our prayers, he says, are his delight. There are bowls of incense that are sweet-smelling aromas, well-pleasing to God. We have a God who is our Abba Father, who wants his children to run to him. We have a great high priest to whom we are to come for mercy and grace and help in our times of need. We have the indwelling spirit who intercedes for us and groans with groanings too deep for words within us. And God wants us to be devoted to prayer, to pray without ceasing. Prayer alone should characterize our lives, but also prayer together, as in a situation like this, corporately. Now tonight we're going to pray for an hour. Now there is no set way that prayer has to be, but here are some basic guidelines I want to give you tonight. First of all, we want scripture to frame our conversation. It's usually true that whoever starts a dialogue directs where the conversation goes. And I believe it's the same with God. That if you allow him through his word to start the dialogue in your conversation with him, 
that you'll be headed in a good direction. So we're going to let God do that tonight as I show you what we're going to, how we're going to do it in just a few minutes with the, the prayer wheel. That if you didn't get one of those, they're at the different stands at the different doors. But there is scripture that is along with each topic. And each topic, I'll just transition to that next topic of prayer with you by reading a passage of scripture that teaches us how to pray in that area. So just a few thoughts about praying, though, is it's very important for us to pray with fervor, seriousness, that we, we understand that this is something we should really endeavor to do and we should seek the Lord. I want you to really cry out and seek the Lord as you do this. So allow your feelings to be known and your passions for God to be known in your prayers. Pray with faith. Pray knowing that he hears you, that he cares for you, and that he will answer your prayers. And pray with freedom. We're going to have a pattern of prayer tonight, but I want you to have great freedom. You don't have to necessarily follow the way that I lead tonight, and I'll help you understand that in a minute. But have freedom with your position. Feel free to change positions. You're sitting down right now. You can get up. You can stand up. You can go prop yourself against the wall if you uh, need. Uh, you can walk around. You can kneel. You can even lie, lay prostrate on the ground. Just, I really want you to think about that, that you have that freedom to do that. Okay? Uh, you can have your eyes open or your eyes closed. You can lift your hands or not. And I want you to think about focusing in your prayers. It's good to have a pattern of prayer. We're going to be using this paradigm called a prayer wheel. Or some call it a prayer clock because it goes in five-minute segments. But I'd encourage you to, to think about using the Lord's Prayer as a model. Or take a psalm sometime. Uh, you can do it tonight as well. And just follow through the pattern of prayer that the Lord has given in the scriptures. And you have some flexibility on your praying tonight. You can pray in a group, your round tables. Um, you can pray with your family. Maybe a husband and wife could pray together. Maybe you pick a friend that you want to pray with. You want to pray with your whole table, pray in a group. You can pray alone. If you pray together with other people, Make sure you pray loud enough for them to hear you. There's nothing more frustrating than just knowing that you've got to wait for this person that you can't hear. So you end up just praying by yourself. But you want people to agree with you in your prayers and to say the same thing you know, in their minds, in their hearts, as you're praying. If you're praying in a group, be brief. Don't dominate. It's not really thinking of others if you go on for 15 minutes while everybody else is sitting at your table. Um, make a couple of points at a time. So tonight, I'm going to be using this prayer wheel to give various entry points into praying and help you transition 
And I want you to get the idea that there are so many things to pray about. So many things that we're taught in Scripture to pray for. And you'll see all the different categories. And uh, hopefully that'll be a good edifying time of prayer for you. Don't be bound by this. Feel free to just follow. Perhaps you tonight would need to just go with your stream of consciousness as the Lord would put, bring more things to mind. You know. And so without any further ado, let's go ahead and pray. And we'll be praying for an hour. And I hope that this gives you encouragement to uh, begin to do this in your own home and, and that you'll be encouraged to think about the fact that you can easily pray for an hour and even more if you put these things into practice. So let's just begin to pray right now. We're going to start with praise. Jesus says in Matthew 6, 9, pray then in this way, our Father who is in heaven, hallowed be your name. Nehemiah 9, 6, you alone are the Lord. You have made the heavens and the heaven of heavens with all their hosts, the earth and all that is on it, the seas and all that is in them. You gave life to all of them and the heavenly hosts bow down before you. So just spend some time praising the Lord.
Lord, you have also ordained that we would express our thanks to you. O oh, give thanks to the Lord, for he is good, for his loving kindness is everlasting. Rejoice always, pray without ceasing, in everything give thanks, for this is God's will for you in Christ Jesus.
Lord, you have taught us that every person is to be in subjection to the governing authorities. For there is no authority except from God, and those which exist are established by God. And you tell us to pray for all men, for kings, and all who are in authority, so that we may lead a tranquil and quiet life in all godliness and dignity. Help us, Lord, as we pray for those in authority over us.
And Lord, through the Apostle Paul's example, we see that we should pray for the church, Lord. We, we pray that we would remember one another. That we would pray for filling with the knowledge of your will and spiritual wisdom and understanding so that we'll walk in a manner worthy of the Lord to please him in all respects, bearing fruit in every good work and increasing in the knowledge of God.
And Lord, we want to pray for the lost. We pray, we know the Son of Man has come to seek and save that which is lost. Our heart's desire and our prayer to God is for salvation. Lord, we pray that you would open eyes that they might turn from darkness to light and from the dominion of Satan to God, that they would receive forgiveness of sins and inheritance among those who have been sanctified by faith in Christ.
And Lord, we pray for our families. We know we have needs and we know you say our Father knows what we need before we ask, but we're to ask to give us this day our daily bread and to help us to talk of your teachings, Lord. And when we sit in our houses, when we walk by the way, when we lie down and when we rise up, help us, O Lord.
And Lord, you've told us to pray for the sick and the needy. Is anyone suffering among you? Is anyone sick among you? And you must call for the elders of the church and they're to pray over him, anointing him with oil in the name of the Lord. And the prayer offered in faith will restore the one who is sick. The Lord will raise him up. And if he has committed sins, they will be forgiven him. John says, Beloved, I pray in all respects you may prosper and be in good health just as your soul prospers. And Lord, I pray specifically for Wayne Guest that his heart would achieve the strength and the level he needs for his aorta to be replaced.
Lord Jesus, you teach us to pray and do not lead us into temptation, but deliver us from evil. To keep watching and praying that we wouldn't enter into temptation. The psalmist prays to be kept back from presumptuous sins. Let them not rule over me. When, we, when he arrived at the place, he said to them, pray that you may not enter into temptation. Lord, we know that Satan is like a roaring lion seeking whom he may devour. Help us in our temptations.
And Lord, we are to pray for understanding and wisdom. Open my eyes that I may behold wonderful things from your law. But if any of you lacks wisdom, let him ask of God who gives to all generously without reproach and it will be given him.
And we pray for our spiritual needs, Lord. If we confess our sins, you are faithful and righteous to forgive us our sins and to cause us or to cleanse us from all unrighteousness. You teach us to pray, forgive us our debts as we have also forgiven our debtors. And we pray that our love would bounce still more and more in real knowledge and all discernment so that we may approve the things that are excellent in order to be sincere and blameless until the day of Christ.
And Lord, you've told us to remember the prisoners as though in prison with them and those who are ill-treated, to love our enemies and to pray for those who persecute us so that we'll be sons of our Father who is in heaven. We see in Luke, God will bring about justice for his elect who cry to him day and night and he will not delay over them. I tell you that he will bring about justice for them quickly.
And Lord, finally tonight, we want to pray for Christ's return. Your kingdom come, your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. He who testifies to these things says, yes, I am coming quickly. Apostle John jumps in and says, amen. Come, Lord Jesus.
Lord God, I thank you for this opportunity to be together with my brothers and sisters in Christ and your church. I pray that this would just be a, a stimulator and a prodding for each of us to spend more time in prayer, to be devoted to prayer, to pray without ceasing, to make sure we bathe every aspect of ministry with prayer, that we would be spirit dependent and know that we are dependent upon you. And we've only scratched the surface for things that we're taught to pray about and for and how we're to be taught to pray, Lord. And let us not uh, lose sight of how important prayer is, Lord. We pray all these things in Christ's name. Amen. Well, thank you for uh, being here tonight and for uh, praying together. Hopefully we'll find more and more ways to make sure that the we have a culture of prayer in our church. Um, there's going to be a, a table that's right out here where the heartbeat uh, amendment table was. Whitney's going to be there. Uh, to, and there's a clipboard. If you would like to sign up to be part of a prayer ministry, then uh, we'd like to just have you let me know. There's been a few people who have let me know they want to be part of that. I don't know all the all of the it's going to how that's going to take shape, but something you can pray about. Okay, <laughs> so you're dismissed. Thank you so much for coming tonight.